Welcome. This is Nutaku, where we talk things anime and manga. We are not experts or gatekeepers. We are just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast. Or email us questions at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please subscribe and share. I am Jim. I'm Frank. And today is the big day. The big one. It's finally upon us. It is. I'm so excited. Our best of spring 2019 episode, as according to us, of course, everyone has opinions and we have them as well. I thought our opinion was the, if so, facto, so, be all. Be all and yeah, all. and all. Yes. <laughs> That's what Attack I like to think anyway. is definitely about Nazis. Yes. That's not really my opinion. No. But. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. Well, yeah. All right. Shall we go through the rules? Everybody yeah. knows I like rules. You love rules. Okay. So what qualifies? What qualifies? Yes. Well, it has to have ended in spring. Yes. That's one. Also, shows we watched. That helps out. That does, too. I don't like so to really have after Lost. After Lost, which we started in the spring. We watched about four episodes. But the movie, the show was, in my opinion, one of the worst shows I've watched in a very long time. It became painful. Yeah, it was tough to watch. Uh, also, uh, legally streaming shows. So the services we have are Hulu, Crunchyroll, High Dive, which are combined into VRV, mm-hmm. Netflix, and Amazon Prime. Very important. No illegal stuff going on. I would on never podcast. that type of behavior. No. You got to spend your hard earned dollars on these services. Hard earned. Hard earned. Hard. Or not. I don't know. I don't know. Illegal. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're spending it properly, right, who cares yeah. how you make it? That's <laughs> true. Yeah. All right. On to our categories Best boy, best girl, best or worst villain, best OP, which is short for opening theme best ed which is short for ending theme we're going to do best episode of spring 2019 from the shows that we've selected and best show overall of spring 2019 which will go forward and be nominated for best show of 2019 overall yes that's nice sound effect he has a sound effect board that he pushes it makes that sound yeah that wasn't actually hit it again somebody else it's amazing it's so consistent i know right all right, let's get started. To show no bias whatsoever, mm-hmm. we're going to do this alphabetically. Yes. And I'm going to give a rundown of all these shows. So here we go. We're going to start with A, Attack on Titan, Season 3, Core 2, streaming on Hulu and Crunchyroll. It was 10 episodes long. Here's the synopsis by Attack on Titan Wiki. Attack on Titan. <laughs> is set in a world where humanity lives inside cities surrounded by enormous walls that protect them from titans, gigantic humanoid creatures who devour humans seemingly without reason. The story centers on Eren Yeager, his adoptive sister Mikasa Ackerman, and their childhood friend Armin Arlet, whose lives are changed forever after the appearance of a colossal titan, which brings about the destruction of their hometown and the death of their mother. Vowing revenge... And to reclaim the world from the Titans, Eren, Mikasa, and Armin join the Scout Regiment, an elite group of soldiers who fight Titans outside the walls. As if you didn't know by now. But there you go. There's a basic rundown. Frank, what'd you think? 
So Attack on Titan, what did I think? Um, I wrote here, which now sounds really, really corny, but I put fired on all cylinders and never really stopped. Oh, brum, brum. I know, right? Uh, NASCAR. Action-packed first half. Second one, uh, second half was more lore-filled and answered a lot of questions that we, the viewers, have had since, I think, the the start. Um, There was like... So we're not going to get into any spoilers for any of these shows. We can we're touch some, but we're going to try our best not to spoil this, anything. Yeah, with this one, Attack on Titan, I think a lot of its strength lies in the fact that it, it reveals a lot of things. Um, and it almost seems kind of unfair to pit this against other shows just because it, you know, it builds on the strength of the last two seasons and uh, the, the first core. And, you know, that kind of helps things out a little bit. That being said, I really, really enjoyed this. This was always like a day one watch for me. And I was really sad when it ended because it was only like a handful of episodes. Ten. Ten. Not yeah, enough. It did a great job of just when Game of Thrones ended and it slid right into that time mm-hmm. slot and just took over. It was That was great. I so don't know if that was intended that way or not, but it was a great job of it. Yeah. Season was great. It answered a bunch of questions, tied off a bunch of loose ends. Uh, I know how much you hated the Game of Thrones ending. Mm-hmm. Did the ending of this season remind you a little bit of the Game of Thrones ending? I could kind of see that a little bit. Um, it it was um, it was very similar in tone, but the only thing I had going for it is that it's we know that there's going to be we know that it's still there, going. Yeah, it's still going. Right. So as for it to be like the ending of a, I'm because I'm pretty sure this is the end of the season, right? It's like two cores or no? Is yes. It just, okay. End of season three. So for the end of the season, yeah, it was a little lackluster, especially with everything that had happened before it and everything, you know, that really got people pumped up. But I guess it kind of needed to do that. Kind of yeah. like put on the brakes a little bit to be like, all right, now we got to slow down a little bit. The action and animation has always been top notch with the show and uh, it held up in this season. Uh, the show and it has a great way of making huge impacts subtly. Um, if you remember in season two, I believe when Bertold and the blonde guy uh, make their reveal mm-hmm. uh, of what's going on with their storyline, it's almost matter of fact that they speak about it. There's no like impactful like music or anything like that. It just happens. And this show and the manga have a great do a great job of making hideous hideous creatures and hideous titans and when that cart titan shows up mm-hmm. that ugly ass cart titan like they didn't make a big deal about it and he's in your face and that thing was so ugly and like jump worthy <laughs> ugly don't, you don't like like monster baby type of things no. that are just like <laughs> but it also it also didn't like they didn't there was no horror effect sound. Like, no, there definitely Look how ugly this is. It just was in your face, and you're like, oh, my God. What yeah, is that they kind of put it on you, which is nice. There's not that. You don't have that kind of lead in that shows traditionally do where you're like, this is supposed to be scary, so here's the music for it. Right. It's bum, just bum, like, bum, bum. hey, if you think it's weird, then it, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, they saved most of the music impact for the action scenes. Yeah. Problems? Did you have any problems with the season? I really didn't. In fact, if anything, uh, I th- I had a little bit with the first core. I was li- I thought it was a little uneven. This one, I think, just because of the fact that they balanced out the action and that got me really into it. And then you know they kind of slowed it down a little bit, but not too much because, like I've said now uh, numerous times, just those those answers those answers really got me. I I didn't see many problems with it, at least on my end. What of about course, you? I have problems with everything. Yeah, you do. So. <laughs> Uh, most of our questions 
building up since episode one Mm -hmm. have kind of been answered at this point. But then at the end, they say, well, we're going to go on with another season. Why do I care? Okay. I think that's fair. Without really getting into it, um, I could see that. But I mean, I think the fact that we know, because it is only one more season, right? They announced that the final Yeah, 2020. I don't think it's happening until next a full year so i guess they're just gonna try and flesh out everything else and then end it but uh i'm not too sure yeah it's gonna be two cores so we're gonna get i don't know i don't know we're gonna get spring in the fall and end it we have no idea or maybe it's just one core maybe it's just 10 more episodes yeah i don't know i i I also didn't read the manga so i don't have i don't know anything that happens i don't know either yeah i've been i've been experiencing it solely through the anime which is it's been fantastic of course there was the nazi controversy the nazi yes well it was just a portrayal of people yeah. that are you know jews yeah. basically whether or not that's a controversy or not it's up to you um yeah i thought it was great yeah uh we have some uh nominations we do go ahead uh mine best boy armin okay really Why? comes into his own this season uh you know he's always kind of been i mean he's been the part of the trio he's definitely a main character but i feel like previous seasons he's just kind of there he's sort of like you know almost support but like upper echelons of support yeah they really flushed him out and then they really flushed him out and he just has some great beats for his individual storyline that really uh spoke to me so i was really into it yeah he definitely becomes the leader Mm -hmm. a leader yeah in this season uh we have a fantastic episode episode 54 hero uh we're gonna nominate for best one of the best episodes of the season uh it's the episode where levi takes on the beast titan and armin devises his plan to take down both of those characters have standout an episode for both those characters. Yeah, take really out the colossal strengths. titan. Yes, I I, the, I had issues with the way that they use CGI with the colossal titan, but what are you gonna do? I mean, yeah, you can't have it. It's not gonna right. be perfect. Everything about the show, you know. But episode fifty four, like the action, gravitas, the emotion, all of it, it made my wife cry. So really, yeah, it has to make a, it has to make the list. Just it has that. to, yeah. yeah. That's cool though. Best worst villain, I nominate Berthold. Like, seriously, that dude is the fucking worst, man. <laughs> Birdhold is the one with the glasses, right? No. Uh, no. No, no. That's uh, Zeke. Who's Birdhold? Birdhold is the Colossal Titan. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay. Fuck him, man. Yeah. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. Definitely, I would say that this puts itself in the best show of spring nominations. Definitely. Overall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like I had said, if anything, I feel like it's a little it's a little unfair. But and, you it's know, part of it. Yeah. Go watch Attack on Titan. Go watch it, people. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't Your already, are telling you it for a reason. I will say, uh, a listener, a friend of mine who listens to the podcast said that he uh, started watching Attack because of the because of the because show. of us. Yeah, excellent. I'm glad we are influencers now. As long as uh, uh, Dororo, he is also watching that. Too. Oh, great! So, Good. yeah, I know, right? We are influencers. We should start like doing what's that seltzer uh, alcohol that's like real popular right now with I the mermaid no on it. Oh. White Claw. White no, Claw. Is it White Claw? I don't know. I don't well, know. We, here we go. We're sponsored by White Claw. Now, yes, so now we are. Uh, Monster Energy Drink. If you want to sponsor us, send us a case, please. I'll yeah, drink shit. I'm drinking some right be, now. Hold on, real quick. Hold on, wait. This is me drinking some. Oh. There you go. How did you? Oh, oh no, geez. Now it's I everywhere. It's, it's on your computer now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next show. Uh, in alphabetical order, uh, Baki Season 2, which I had a feeling that this was a thing, and then after researching this, it's the f- actually the fourth uh, season. Okay, this makes so a this lot more sense. Season one and two of the original series. 
So now it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'm not going back and watching it. So it doesn't really no. matter, dude. All right. Streaming on Netflix, 13 episodes from the Baki Wiki. All right. Here we go. This series adapts the most evil death row convict saga of the second manga series. Okay. The protagonist, Baki Hanma, trains with an intense focus to become strong enough to surpass his father, Yujiro Hanma, the strongest fighter in the world. Five of the world's most violent and brutal death row inmates are gathering to face Baki. Their objective is to taste defeat. Their unmatched strength <laughs> and skill have led them to grow bored of life itself. And now they seek out Baki in the hopes that he can overwhelm and utterly crush them. In this crisis, other underground martial art warriors gather to fight by Baki's side. Dopo Orochi, Kaoru Hanamama, blah, 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 blah with this show. Go ahead, Frank. Bunch of characters. Yeah, Here bunch we go. more characters. Go ahead, Frank. This show and season is dumb in a fun way. Um, uh, the plot is definitely ultra thin there's times where i don't really like even remember why they're fighting and then because we've kind of discussed this before on the show and i'm kind of like it has something to do with some sort of mineral if i remember correctly i don't really even remember but they're fighting for some reason and it doesn't really matter um you know the characters are okay some of them i think especially towards the latter half it doesn't take itself as serious which is good for the show because when it was ultra serious it was even worse and then it was not dumb. It was dumb in a non-fun way because you can have stupid shows that are fun. This is like the one in the season that I could kind of set it and forget it, and I could kind of look at you know look at my phone. So I guess it's not. It doesn't speak to it too much, but you know I could do other things. I could fold laundry, and I still had a fun time watching it. I did not enjoy this show at all. Uh, I found it pointless. Mm-hmm. There was no on-screen ramifications, although it took itself very seriously at times. Yes. The animation wasn't terribly great. It's an action show. The fight scenes weren't all that great. Um, some shows they thrive in being preposterous. It's true. This just like kind of swims in it, and I didn't find anything interesting about it. The new and in, new and in, uh, characters are just like introduced. There's no background on them. They're just here. I guess I had to watch the show from the '90s. Guess what? I didn't. Yeah, that was the only thing because there there definitely are times characters pop up and you're just like. Okay, who's this guy? And everyone knows him. Yeah. Uh, good about the show. Things that stand out for me, since I already said all the bad things. Yeah. Uh, that sex scene was very good. <laughs> I know that sounds strange. I really enjoyed it. But uh, <laughs> I'm still talking about how silly that was. It was hilarious. Do you have any bads that uh, stand out to you? Yeah, not uh, the bad at times. The animation is, is kind of wonky. Um, I do say, I will say that it relies a lot on like characters appearing. And if you haven't watched, which I didn't know, but it makes a lot more sense now where they're like, there's this guy and this is his fighting style. And he was like this in this tournament. And I'm like, and then everyone just talks to him. Like I have no idea. So that was definitely a negative. Um, and then like the plot, like, do you even remember? Can you explain to me what, I don't know why they're fighting. No, I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch the, this <gasps> season finale. No. What? No, they lost me. I oh, hated the show. Oh, man. Okay. I legit did not. Like, I found it, like, unco- like I just didn't enjoy it at all. No, that's fine. And I like absurdity. I'm a fan of absurdity. Yeah. This was just 
I didn't. You get didn't it. like when that one guy uh, ran across the river? He was so fast that he. I did like that scene. That seems good. See that? That's absurdity <laughs> right, that I enjoy. Yeah, exactly. I like that the people were on the side of the river, like watching him, and he's running. They're so like powerfully. fishing, and they're like, "What's going on?" See, that was like the front end of that season, though. This season, though, when it was still ridiculous. This, yeah. So yeah. that was kind of the thing with it. Is or like, this core? I it say. seemed like it wanted, like at times, would do that, and then would pull back and be like, "Oh yeah, we're serious. We're and then serious." You're like, fight but show. is it though? Yeah. Because then they would do other ridiculous things, and you're like. Wait, what? Yeah, like okay, that scene is great. Yeah. Uh and this the sex scene are the only two that like stand out as like that was genuinely enjoyable. What about the uh one where they're all driving and all the, the Shinkai fighters? Wasn't that the or same whatever? one with the I think that what was it? Was I think it was the same one? episode with the running, wasn't it? Oh, maybe it was, or maybe that was just that See, one that's episode the front was. end. The front end was like funny. You didn't like the introduction of uh the military guy yeah. with the sand yeah. and now he's invisible? Yes. Oh god. This show get receives absolutely no nominations for me. Suck an egg, Bucky. <laughs> yeah, I can't I, wait to say yes. We are not watching this next season. I have. Long. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, if you want to, Frank, no. and you make me, that's I fine. Won't, I won't you, make you, you enjoy putting me through pain. That's fine. I will say though that a lot of times my um, kind of my bar for shows is whether I would continue to watch it. Tackle on Titan is an easy yes. Yeah, Bucky. It's more like if I have anything going on right in my life like if i don't have anything <laughs> i guess it's kind of depressing so if i'm watching baki season three then you know things are probably not great for me real quick what's his girlfriend's name uh what is his girlfriend's name Ooh, she always looks like that yeah Ooh. i have no idea either no, there you go either. talk about yeah. Ca- character development yeah that's true all right character development is the strength of this show dororo alphabetically it comes up next mm-hmm. uh amazon prime it's streaming on 24 episodes so it started in the winter and it qualifies for spring because it was so long uh, uh from wikipedia here's the synopsis the 2019 dororo anime series is based on the manga of the same name by osamu tezuka i said it right this time you got it last time i did it uh i'd like to apologize to our listeners i it'd be like if i said uh Walter Dizoni when it comes to anime. Like, mm. I completely mispronounced uh, Tezuka's name. And did I, you practice it in the mirror? I apologize. I no, no, I practice it right now. How'd oh, I go? Okay. You, okay. Well, you nailed it. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> the adaptation departs from the source material in several ways, but follows the basic premise of the manga. A young ronin named Hikimaru, along with a young urchin, Dororo, must face multiple demons in Sengoku-era Japan, who have stolen his various body parts in order to get them back. That's a pretty basic uh, overview of this show. Yeah. So go ahead, Frank. We talked about this recently. We're going to talk about it again, and we're probably going to be talking about this show for a couple of years. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree. Uh, It surprised me because, as with that description, the premise is kind of simple, at least for anime, in terms of him fighting a monster. Every week, he gains a body part back. Um, he's kind of moving up and trying to get to sort of the ultimate boss, I guess is kind of a way of putting it. Uh, the cast of characters really grows on you and there are a handful of episodes that stand out, which we will get to, uh, in a little bit. Um, if you were to binge watch this show, I think it would be probably slightly better received. Now hear me out, Jim. And right. it's because this is like pretty much the only negative I have. I'm anti-binge, by the way. You're anti-binge. I Got know. It. Um, this is pretty much the only negative I have with this show because the animation is fantastic. Fight scenes are great. Music's amazing. But um, there are some slight pacing issues more towards the middle where it was like we talked about this. If you've been listening to every episode where there are a couple 
episodes. There's like two or three. They're kind of they're a little slow. They're kind of like lose you a little bit. You're like, eh, all right. I mean, I feel like what was that? Four episodes ago, we were like, what's going on with the Dor- Dor- right. Dor- So yeah. that's that's my minor gripe. We uh, we've been touting this show since we started the podcast, mm-hmm. since episode one of the podcast. Um, the first half of the show was there was a lot of monster of the week, but I found it was a little bit stronger than the second half until those final episodes, those final four episodes. Every character they introduced meant something, had some kind of meaning in in the story itself. The animation was awesome, except for that one episode, mm-hmm. the moth episode. The moth episode. I don't know. Like we've said it before, I don't know what happened with that episode. Maybe they just dropped a literal ball. Maybe they, yeah, exactly. Maybe they were just like, oh, we got we to gotta put an episode out. Here you go. We don't have time. The watercolor backgrounds were great. Beautiful. Uh, it just seemed like a dreamlike setting. It was very cool. Uh, this also, season finale, had a very Game of Thrones-like ending. Yeah, I could say that. Uh, well, yeah, it, it definitely, it didn't have the... Fin- uh, definitive. Definitive, yeah, there you go. Right. That I think a lot of people were hoping for. So maybe it keeps it... it stays like open-ended so maybe a possible future i i liked the way this ended and i kind of hope that it ends i'm fine with putting it back on the shelf and leaving it be for a little bit um but i guess yeah that was kind of amazon being like leave it open-ended because this did well for us so maybe we'll maybe we'll force more seasons because that seems like a very amazon thing to do yeah be like do more and then they're just like okay because they have infinite money uh any problems with the show I didn't have any. It was another day one watch, or at least within that realm. Um, there was the one poorly animated episode. There was the one poorly, and like I said... Which I had, is a shame, because it was a great story. But. Yeah. And then I had some problems, as I had said earlier, with pacing, especially watching it week to week, where there was almost a, a full month where I was kind of like yeah. out of it. But uh, it, other than that... Yeah, the second half. There it, there was a couple episodes where it was just spinning wheels, yeah. not going anywhere. And like... And I, I wonder if that has more to do because I don't think that initially they were go, going to do the full amount. I think it was originally supposed to do 12 is the way I had initially read it. And right. then it did so well that they had given it the second half. So and that, that would make sense. That would make, yeah, yeah. they might have actually been spinning their wheels because they were they had to quickly churn it out. And then that's why you get those episodes like the Moth episode. Yeah. So um, Nominations. All right. Best boy, Yukimaru. Yeah, that right, one's he's great. One. Uh, best worst villain. How about uh, Kagetsu, uh, Kagamitsu Daigo, the uh, the dad? The dad is an excellent villain. I yeah. mean, just I mean, do I really need to explain yeah, it? No, no, I don't know. <laughs> he offered this kid up the right. Demons. You just watch the first episode and then it yeah, doesn't like, get much better guy. than that or yeah. much worse. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best episode. This has quite a few, and um, how this doesn't immediately win show of the season kind of has something to do with the fact that it has a couple of really weak episodes. Yeah. So for like every one episode that we have nominated here, there's definitely an equal one. That's, that's just, just like, like just well, doesn't mean anything. It does yeah. not like you could take it out and it wouldn't matter. And earlier I said like the, the characters, everyone they introduced kind of has meaning in the story, but the stories themselves don't necessarily have any meaning peaks and valleys. All right. So we're going to go through them. So there's quite a few uh episodes five and six uh there's the story of moriko's song which is part one and two uh this was uh tear inducing this episode this is one episode yeah i cried about yeah so I was uh, super into it they basically encounter a group of children in a bandit building led by a girl teen girl named mio and uh hikimaru is injured and mio's uh singing calms him down 
War orphans, Jim. You forgot the most. Oh yes, war they were orphans. war orphans. Sorry, everybody is a war orphan yeah, in this show. That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're in the middle of ba- battles constantly. Yeah. Um, episode eleven and twelve, the story of Bondman. That's the first comp- confrontation between Hikimaru and his estranged family. Where yeah. you're, you, you kind of get this indication. You kind of get this feeling that they're. It might turn out pretty good. Yeah. It doesn't. No spoilers. <laughs> it doesn't. And the show goes on for another twelve episodes. Yes. <laughs> And episode 17, the story of questions and answers. Uh, this was a pretty, this this might be my front runner for episode of the season. Uh, Hikimaru finds the guy that brought him up, Junkai, mm-hmm. his adopted father. And uh, Junkai starts to realize that as Hikimaru is getting his body parts back, that he's slowly changing his his character, slowly changing. He's becoming more monstrous. As he's becoming more human. He's also becoming more of a monster. Oh. Yeah, this is a, uh, what are they called it, a sealed room episode, or I forget what the hell the term is. Is that a term? Yeah, where they have these, or bottle episode, I think is what it's called, where they essentially have these, they have these characters, and then for whatever reason, they're just stuck in a room. Um, there was The Fly, I think is the name of the episode for uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Which I've yeah. done it most famous, like recently anyway, where they just come up with a reason, and it's just basically two characters playing off each other. Yeah. Um, and that's what the, I mean, it does an excellent job. Yeah, that's a great episode. Yeah, definitely. All right. And also the best OP uh, nomination, uh, it's uh, by the artists, Asian Kung Fu Generation. The song is titled Dodo, and uh, we're going to let you listen to it. Man, that song sounded great. Oh, it was so good. I'm, I'm so, yeah, I'm so glad that we got We definitely listened to it live. Yes. No, 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 no. There you go. That was it. That That's was the it. wrong song. Oh, is it? Wait, no. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, it is. Are you serious? Yeah. How's it go then? It goes. Second half. Do, do, do. Second half. Uh, the first half song wasn't that good, frankly. Nah, let, nah, nah, let me deal nah, with all the song nah, nah, nah. part. I'll deal with all the music. Uh, show of the season? Yes, definitely nominated as show. One of the shows of the season. Yes, agreed. Yeah. All right. An even better song, uh, show. A show that Frank loved from front to back. Oh, my God. Fairy Gone. Streaming on Hulu. 
How do you do? Get ready, get ready for this because if it doesn't make any sense to you, it didn't make any sense to us either. This is from my anime list. Here's their synopsis. Once upon a time, fairies were tools of a war. The story takes place in a world where fairies possess and dwell in animals, giving them mysterious abilities. By removing the organs of a possessed animal, which we never got any of this story. I don't remember any of this storyline. Nope. And there was a And lot. transplanting them into humans, fairies can be summoned as an alter ego and be used as a weapon. Such individuals who used fairies as war tools were called fairy soldiers. Once the war was over and they completed their roles, the soldiers lost their purpose. They kept working. They didn't lose their purpose. <laughs> Some began working for the government, say... Some joined the mafia, and some even became terrorists, as each chose their own way to live. Nine years have passed since the war. The protagonist, Maria, is a new recruit of Dorothea, an organization which investigates and suppresses fairy-related crimes. This is so confusing. This show is convoluted, and it was boring. And yeah. they just threw so much information at us. Frank, go ahead. Yeah. Tell me how you feel about it. I had show. a bit of a fit, uh, I think that was two episodes ago, in regards to Fairy Gone. I want to apologize to the listeners because I kind of did it a little out of turn. Um, you know, I really spilled my guts out. Listen, never it apologize just, for how you feel. <laughs> that's true. You know what? You know? That's great. We're not all going to agree on things. We're not all Feelings are subjective. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I hated the show. Uh, <laughs> I thought um, I initially liked the premise. Uh, besides that whole, you know, um, description of it, I think initially the one I read was a lot more interesting. Yeah. Uh, this show is convoluted as all hell. Characters, events, uh, all sorts of shit just gets dropped in your lap. Sometimes with explanation, overly explaining. Characters are always explaining things. Always. Always. Sometimes they're not, and then that doesn't help either because you're like, what the hell? Who is this guy? This guy's this baron of this the country that was taken over, but also uh, he's allied with them. And he's kind of got absorbed into the government. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really care about any of the characters either, especially the main character. Uh, I don't even know what her name is. Uh, hold on, let me look that up because yeah. I can't remember it. <laughs> Maria. Yeah, we're supposed to care about her. Um, characters often show up. And we uh, talked about this before. There was like an old character that gets killed. And they're like, okay, sure. They spend uh, 20 minutes mourning a guy that we just met. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, there was even the, the fairies. They have this weird-looking CGI characters that just are very jarring. Not they're good. not even cool to look at. They're just like these fucking dark monsters. I don't know. I usually don't curse on this podcast, but as you can tell, that that's how I convey my feelings. So this is how not into this this podcast <laughs> or the, this which you're not into this podcast. No, nah, I'm into not this into podcast. this yeah. uh, show. Yeah. Show, um, yes. All right, I'll give some good since Frank handled all the bad. There you go. Uh, the action animation is pretty damn good on this show with the fight scenes, mm-hmm. except for the fairies. The fairies suck. Um, also, uh, sweetie, bittersweet. She was pretty cool. She was cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I personally am nominating her for best girl and had one of the best names. I think out Sweetie. Of anybody yeah. and they were Sweetie Bittersweet. That's how they said they, it. They don't have names like that too. Yeah, I don't know why. Underbar. It seemed like they just like chose kind words. of random words, <laughs> and then they were like, "This is a name." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweetie Bittersweet is like the slick, swashbuckling thief girl. She was pretty cool. I mean, she was probably the best. 
character on the show, considering yeah. they had, I don't know, 57,000 characters on the show. So many characters. Also, the ED was very good, and it meshed right into the end of this of every episode. Uh, the ED was by No Name, spelled as in knowledge name, No Name. Uh, the song is Ash Like Snow, and here it is. Fantastic. So it was so beautiful. So good. So I love when it was like, na 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 That's the wrong song. Oh, shit. We did it again. Oh, damn. All right. I'll get it. But this show, that's it got some nominations for individual stuff, but the show itself is, in our opinion, is not good. No. This was one that I definitely was struggling to watch towards the tail end. It was not good. I would like text him. I did finish this one, though. I did finish finish Baki, but I did finish. I did finish this one, too, but um, towards the tail end, I texted Jim, and I was like, I fucking hate my life. Like, why am I doing this? (laughs) So there you go. Uh, Watch it and form your own opinion, or don't save the time. No, don't do that. Everyone should have an opinion. That's true. All right, the next show, Hitori Bochi no Marumaru Seikatsu. This was on Crunchyroll, 12 episodes. All right, a synopsis from Dynasty Scans, whatever that is. Hitori Bochi suffers from extreme social anxiety. She's not good at talking to people, takes pretty extreme actions, is surprisingly adept at avoiding people, her legs cramp when she overexerts herself, gets full of herself when alone, will vomit when exposed to extreme tension, and often comes up with plans. Now she's entering middle school, and her only friend, Kai, is attending a different school. This leaves Bochi alone, surrounded by new classmates with whom she must make friends before Kai will talk to her again. Frank, did you finish this? I did, Jim. All right, congratulations. Be, yeah, I know, because I know you were getting pissed off that I was always behind. Oh, please. I'm um, not yeah. You were a angry, most you were, angry dude. Yeah, you were like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm angry you made me watch Farragon. Yeah, that's true. But you know what? You made me watch this, and at first, I was a little mad because I was like, he had another show midway through the thing. Here I go. But I caught up, and I was able to watch every episode, and I actually really enjoyed this show. 
Um, the characters are amazing. They slowly kind of introduce this cast. It looks like it's going to get bigger because I think it's going on for a second season. Or they kind of hinted at it, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, it's really funny at times. And I've, as somebody who has social anxiety, there are so many things that this thing gets right. Like there's times when she goes and she um it goes to the door and she avoids her neighbors because the neighbors are out there and she doesn't know what to say to them and you know she goes through this thing where she'll say something and then go into the bathroom and be like why the hell did i say that which is also very common all this kind of crazy stuff that really uh hit home for me but it does it in a really funny way um I, i enjoyed it i did not think i was going to thank you for making me watch this jim no problem cute it was fun it was funny I can't name a single bad episode Mm-mm. or a bad moment. I enjoyed and laughed at every episode. Legit laughter, not hook. Yeah. Like it's I laughed funny. my ass off at some stuff. I have no complaints about this show. I don't either. And there isn't a single bad about this show. I think it's very uplifting too. It which is. is. I don't think that there's any really other show that we have that was as, it made me feel good. Just, yeah. You know, it was a fun show. Yeah. They overcome the obstacles together. It was great. Yeah. Um, nominations. Best girl by uh, Bochi. Easily. Very easily. Cute. Yes. Funny. Her anxiety was endearing and relatable. It wasn't necessarily... You would think that the character would wear on you after a while. Never did. Nope. Another sh- another show with, with a character similar to that that doesn't qualify for the season is uh, Fruits Basket with Toro. Oh, you think yeah. that her positivity would wear on you. Every episode, you, she wins you over every episode. Bochi's the same way. Uh, best OP, Hitori Bochi no Monologue by uh, Chisaki Morishita. Uh, very upbeat, very fun. And hey, we're going to listen to it right now. <laughs> What a fun song. Na, I love it. Na, da, 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 da. No, that's the wrong song. Oh, wow. Am I going to get any? <laughs> it's got, that's on it, right? That's one of them. Nope. No. Um, that's That song I absolutely love, though. It's very upbeat, and it makes me want to like get up and dance. Yeah, yes. it's fun. Uh, I think that this would qualify a show of the season. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It has to go up there. Why not? Because... There's no way that it couldn't because it was nothing but positivity. I have nothing bad to say about this. Yeah, show. there was no negativity at all my way, besides the fact that Jim just threw it on me last minute. But I, I thanked him well, for it. might happen it. again I this season, like, too. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> 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 nah, I'm just kidding. Thank you. 
All right, Midnight Occult Civil Servants is the next show on Crunchyroll. My anime list synopsis. Uh, I think it was 12 episodes. Sorry, I don't have that written down, but I believe it was 12 episodes. It was 12. Yeah. My anime list. Uh, here's the synopsis. Miyako Harada is newly assigned to the Shinjuku Ward Office's Nighttime Regional Relations Department. Each of Tokyo's 23 wards has one such department established to mitigate paranormal and occult-related events. Arata's special skill is understanding is the understanding of non-human speech, and the story begins with him encountering a yukai in Shinjuku Gion Park, who refers to him as the legendary Hainan-era exorcist Abe no Sime. Frank, what did you think of Midnight Occult Civil Servants? Did you finish it? I did finish right, it, cool. yes. I finished all these shows. I didn't finish I did. all wow. these shows. Go ahead. Um, this, I have kind of a complicated uh, sort of relationship with it in terms of watching it. Because at times, I wasn't super into it. And then towards the tail end, it kind of comes into its own and sort of seems like it discovers what it wants to be. Uh, in the beginning, I, I wasn't into... I was into the premise. But it was sort of this kind of monster of the week thing, and the characters kind of boring. Honestly, I think it's one of the worst animated shows that we have watched, or at least one of them. I can agree. So that kind of angered me a lot when I would watch it. Um, but then it, it hits this point, and uh, some characters get revealed, and you start to figure out uh, where kind of they are at in this society, and these other wards that act differently than the one that they are in and how they kind of handle the another's. And I thought that that was really cool that they went that way and were kind of just showing how other people dealt with essentially these, you know, monsters and demons and things like that. So that kind of struck me towards the end, really pulled me through. Would I watch this uh, second season if it popped up? Eh, this is another one like Baki where like if I if I had the time, then maybe, but I don't think that I would I would continue on if it was like a strong season. Yeah, I, this was a I have it written down here. A perfectly fine show. Perfectly fine. Didn't stand out at all. It got better with the introduction of the Fallen Angel. I said that before. And mm-hmm. the Tokyo Headquarters guys with the jerk from Tokyo Headquarters. I like the idea of the Anothers being from all over the world. Different kinds of creatures that they could see. I <laughs> I enjoyed the jazzy soundtrack. That was good. A lot of piano. A lot Big of fan. piano, yeah. But the animation was not great. Uh, it was consistently not great, which was my defense for the show. Unlike another show we're going to talk about where it had moments where it was good, uh, this animation was just kind of bland throughout from beginning to end. And as you touched on, I won't remember anything about this show in a year. No. And, you know, you would, when, if, if and when, it doesn't seem like they'll have another season, but if and when there is another season, I'll have to remind myself that I watched it. Yeah, all the characters are kind of outside of like a handful are kind of just the same. Yeah, and even, yeah, they are. Yeah, that's they that's all kind fun. of look the same. They all kind of act the same. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend this show, but if you have nothing better to do and you're looking to burn some time, sure. Yeah, or yeah. just go watch Attack on Titan, which we've been telling. Or you watch, about. you know, a better show. Or Hattori Bochi, if you want to laugh. There you go. Yeah, perfectly normal, ordinary show. This is like anime. This is like kind yeah. of like I feel like what people would think. You're just like, hey, this is animation. Here's, here's an anime. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's the new. It's going to get that trophy. Here's an anime. <laughs> the here's award. an anime award. <laughs> All right. On to One Punch Man season two. The highly hyped, highly anticipated, years waiting to watch this show that has such a cult following. Not even cult. Forget about it. This is cross genres. People love this show. Season one, they loved it. Streaming on Hulu. Twelve episodes. Google synopsis. 
Superheroes often have exciting superpowers that help them defeat the evil villains that they battle. But that's not necessarily the case for Saitama. <laughs> Although he's a superhuman, his power isn't as exciting as X-ray vision or invincibility. Instead, he has the ability to defeat any opponent with a single punch, hence the name. And this power has both pros and cons. The biggest advantage is that it makes it easy for him to defeat enemies, which is essential because he lives in an alternate Japan that is constantly under attack by monsters. But because it doesn't take long to throw a punch, easily vanquishing his foes leads to constant boredom. There's your synopsis. If you've never heard of One Punch Man, go check out Season 1, but we're going to talk about Season 2. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah, One Punch Man is definitely one of those shows that I know people who don't even watch anime have just watched that, and they really enjoyed it. And I kind of feel bad because Season 2 is nowhere near as good as Season 1. Um, I'm not entirely too sure why when I really sat down and thought about it. I mean, the animation is definitely not as good as the first one. Um, the show or the, the, there's a couple jokes that land really well and there are some good fight scenes, even though the animation isn't there, but, uh, mainly towards the end, there's a couple cool, uh, set pieces and characters that interact. Um, but overall it was just kind of okay. It kind of felt like it had the, um, that they tried to take on what the first season had, but wasn't able to kind of like have its soul almost was it capture its soul. Um, yeah, I mean, I think part of it might have to, it might have suffered from kind of that thing that happens when something is so good, the bar is so high, that I don't think it was necessarily able to reach that now. And uh, because of that, it suffered. If you were to kind of take this second season and place it against um, like a, another show that wasn't One, P, uh, One Punch Man, I feel like it would have been better received, mm. honestly. I just think the bar was too high and they couldn't, they couldn't hit it. Yeah, Madhouse did the first season and it's obvious that they put every single effort in ounce of effort into the first season. It moved on to JC staff and it might be a little unfair to JC staff to have Mm -hmm. to live up to that. Uh, This is a complicated show because it has good moments. Uh, Side characters do get developed. King was great throughout. Uh, Galru was his storyline was great, Mm -hmm. but I mean the bad, it stands out. The animation does just, Forget about comparing it to season one. I just didn't find it all that interesting. I found it uh, it just lacked just some simple things. I complained a few episodes ago about the hands and how they just, I don't know, it just didn't look great. Um, depending on your perspective, there was very little Saitama in this mm-hmm. season. I liked them establishing the other characters a little bit more. Um, the story wasn't terrible. It was good. Yeah. Except for that tournament, the tournament would took three episodes of it. What were we? An eleven episode season, and yeah. it wasn't good. It didn't. I didn't care. The fight scenes. You didn't even see fight scenes in the tournament. No, you didn't at all. So, not to get into any sort of spoiler territory, but do you think then that they are potentially going to? Because I know you you read you read the uh, manga. Right. Do you think that they will change season three, or do you think like? Because I don't think it's change how. Well, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that um, Saitama kind of takes a backseat, and he's not as and it, it, you sort of see it in season two. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely not as prevalent as he was in season one. And then if I imagine they're going to do a season three, I don't see him being in it much at all. No, it's I mean they they had they established this monsters association. Mm-hmm. They're going. There's no con. There's no 
ending of that storyline. So season three is going to revolve around the Monster Association. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I, I really, I mean, I can't say how much I'm disappointed by this season. I, it was fine. Uh, they blew it on Gen- uh, Genos. I didn't like Genos at all in this season. I think they kind of made him like a peripheral character. I didn't like the metallic effect on his. No, that looked really bad. It looked strange. Yeah. It looked like a like a like a dull tin can. It didn't mm. look good. Fabuki, I mentioned her before. They blew it with her. Uh, it, that was an easy sell. You want to get fans? Have a super powered and sexually attractive girl, and they blew it. That's anime one hundred and one. Yeah, that's that's yeah. it. Uh, Watchdog Man scene, which I looked forward to. They blew it on the Watchdog Man scene. Uh, I did like Metal Bat, which I know a lot of people didn't like Metal Bat. I did like Metal I Bat. I actually really like Metal Bat. He's that episode of Metal characters. Bat was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, with The thing that makes it complicated for me is that there were definitely parts of it that were great. And I would nominate for Best Boy, Gaoru was great, and so was mm-hmm. King. Yeah, I thought they were great. But when it came down to it, I was just... I didn't look forward to it anymore. Now, do you think it was because the bar was so high? Because I remember when I it think first came out, me and you were super hyped. Yeah, on it yeah, super yeah, excited. Everybody was. everybody was. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, you know, my wife doesn't watch much anime, but there's certain shows that she's excited for. Attack on Titan, one of them. This she was excited for, but by episode four, I was almost like twisting her on to watch it, and then eventually she's just like. I'm not really into this anymore. And I was like, okay, I'll finish it by myself. See, that's a shame too. That means that you're losing peripheral fans. Yeah. And it's a shame. It is. It really is. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm assuming there's going to be a season three. I mean, there's almost no way there's not. It just matters when. People watched it and people are still going to buy Saitama toys. So yeah, they're definitely going to make a season three. All right. Sarah's on my Crunchyroll stream this uh, 11 episodes. No, okay, prepare yourself for this. I don't know if I'm going to read the whole thing, but it's pretty ridiculous. This is from Fuji Creative. Here's your synopsis. Kazuki Yasuka, an eighth grader living in Asuka, Asakusa, sorry, that's the town, Asakusa, is turned into a kappa along with his classmates Toi and Enta by a mysterious creature named Kepi after they break inadvertently a statue of a kappa, the guardian god of the city. <laughs> Yeah. They are then ordered by Kepi, who claims to be the first heir of the throne of Kappa Kingdom, to fight against Kappa zombies, bio-arms created by his enemy, if they want to return... Okay, so I, I can't read this you whole thing. It is so ridiculous. Um, let's try to make a synopsis on our own. So three boys encounter a Kappa. Mm-hmm. They break a statue. He makes them turn into Kappa people. They turn into little Kappas, yes. yes. And they have to fight otters, who are the enemies, mm-hmm. who okay. create zombies out of people's desires. Yes. And the way they fight them is to extract a gem from their buttholes. Yeah, that has the butt juice. Yes. Yeah. Lots of butt juice. And then they get those, and then they are sometimes rewarded with plates. The plates of hope. And the, if they gather enough of them, they're able to uh, wish. Make, make a wish. Make a wish. Yes. And that's kind of, I guess, the very that's bare the, bones, which isn't even bare bones. That's like, not what? bare bones. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah. But that's how like this show is. So that's it's it's something that's definitely difficult to describe. Yes. Um, even saying that and trying to get that as down as succinct as possible definitely leaves out a whole lot right you know the relationship with the boys develops you kind of get into it thinking it's going to be just this crazy ride it definitely is don't get me wrong 
but it transforms into uh, something completely different than what I think yes. you, you go in thinking it's going to be, which is the strength of the show. Um, the characters are great. Animation is fun. The songs are cool. Um, and like I said, like, out of anything, I want to say it had maybe the most twists and turns out of any show because I just never knew where the hell it was going to go. And every episode was almost different, especially towards the, the tail end of the season. Yeah, the animation was consistently great. Um, there was the, the themes, I mean, you know, the general strangeness of Kappa's extracting gems out of people's assholes um, is just, it's not much of the show. I mean, it kind of blows you away, and especially from a Western perspective. You're like, what the, what am I even watching? This show was about connection. It's about love. It's about obsession. It's about desire. Um and the connections and bonds between these characters and love for each other. Uh, I loved the magic girl transformation scenes of when they when they turned into Kappas mm. and Magic Girl. You know, if if you've ever seen a Magic Girl anime, it's like almost like a dance routine. And the Otter Cops with their dances and songs. Um, the transformation scenes did seem recycled after a few episodes, but it seemed like they kind of ditched it and moved away from it a little bit i couldn't figure out what that was and this is also because it was only 11 episodes yeah and so i don't know if it just kind of ended prematurely um it definitely like the last episode kind of seems a little rushed and then like you had said i don't know if that was part of it or if that they they did kind of ditch it um, yeah I, um like if they just ran out of time like they weren't getting enough episodes so they needed the time or i mean i've got since it was pretty much uh, recycled animation they could just plop it in there with yeah. new with new voices over top of it. Um, that kind of bummed me out a little bit, though, because those were always like a little fun. Just, I mean, that the, I mean, I enjoyed them. I, I yeah, I didn't find anyone's story. Bes- well, Toei, in my opinion, was the strong point in his story with his brother. I definitely agree. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, uh, what's his brother's name? Uh, Chai, uh, uh, Chikai. Chikai. Yeah. He and his brother's story, they're the only ones that seemed to have a story that was like not involving the other two kids. Mm-hmm. They were revolving on each other. The three children were revolving around each other, except for Toei. He had his own side thing. Um, I liked uh, Kazagi's brother, the, the kid in the wheelchair. Yes. Yeah, that was a good storyline. Um, the thing about the show is that being that it was 11 episodes, I could have used a couple more episodes to flesh it out. Um, I was not happy with the ending. I will no, say that. Yeah. It definitely felt rushed, and I felt like they could have done not a lot more, but definitely a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, it does establish this connection and the bonds between the characters and how much they love each other, and they do a really good job of that. Um, I think this is definitely going to be a sh- This is a show where... it It's a show that I'm going to remember, mm-hmm. and it's going to stick with me, and I won't forget the story at all. But I don't think it's good enough to be like one of the best of the season. Yeah. When it's going up against other shows that are well-rounded. Yeah. I mean, if we were to just throw it in there, it's almost kind of just like... It's going like to lose. It's going to lose. So right. if we were like... Yeah, I would want to throw it in there, but it's not. It's definitely not going to stand up against some of the other ones. Uh, it's it's worth... This one is definitely worth checking out, though. Yeah, um, definitely. It's definitely different. It's definitely... Yeah, just for that fact alone, just to kind of see the, the, at least the first couple episodes and see if it's for you. No, I gave it a bunch of nominations. Best Boy, I loved Toei. Mm-hmm. He was generally likable, even with all his troubles, ups and downs. And he has like one of the best arcs, like you had said. Like, yeah. He goes through a lot. 
I wanted him to make like I rooted for him throughout the whole thing. Kazuki, I necessarily didn't. And but speaking of worst villain, Enta. Enta was brutal, man. Yeah, Enta was brutal. He has a bit of uh, what's that wrestling term when they when they when they turn evil? Oh, he'll turn. He'll turn. He has a yeah, he's a selfish asshole. Yeah, man. and then all he like, cared about was himself. And then when you really start to think back on it, you're like, oh yeah, okay. I guess what he a was jerk. Kind of a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the otter, uh, the overall evil otter was he was pretty creepy mm-hmm. and manipulative in like sexual and emotional ways. It was, he, he was a pretty good bad guy. Uh, best episodes. We have two. Um, episode five which you might want to go check out. It's called I Want to Connect, But I Can't Be Forgiven. Um, it's the episode where Toy attempts to kidnap the idol, Sara. Uh, Kazuki's secret is exposed and without spoiling anything. And Kazuki uh, blames himself for his brother's disability. I'm like, I don't want to spoil it. Go and check it out. And episode nine. Uh, yeah, this one is uh, primarily what I remember about it is Toy and his brother. And it's kind of fleshing out their relationship a lot. And um, kind of puts a cap on that storyline and sort of uh, sets it up for sort of the end game of this series, or I guess at least the season. I don't think it's coming back for a second. No, I don't yeah, think it's coming no. back. No. So, and it, it really, uh, really hit me in the feels. Yeah, it's uh, Rio, who is one of the guys with the otter. They have a confrontation, and Chikai, Toy's brother, and the, his encounter with the Yakuza. It's kind of tough to talk about. You got to watch these episodes, man. They're pretty emotional. Yeah, these ones, those two for sure. Yeah, they can't really talk too much. Yeah, they're really, things. really. It, the, the show has its. It, it's definitely. I would definitely recommend it. I would recommend it 100. Yes. percent But it's not, unfortunately, I think, going to stand up. So no. it won't reach. Best and of. it, I'll nominate. And I've said it since the first episode. The ED for this show, uh, "Stand by Me" by the Peggies. You can check it out right now. It's such a great little. All right. Last on our list. Last on our list is one that only I watched. Go for it. Otero Man. It was on Netflix. It still is on Netflix. 13 episodes. Here's Netflix brief description. Very deep. 
Decades ago, a hero from the stars left this world in peace. Now the son of Ultraman. Oh, God. And someone just punched me. Was that Ultraman? <laughs> now the son of Ultraman must rise to protect the Earth from a new alien threat. Um, show sure wasn't great. Uh, it was fine. Uh, it was full of nostalgia for me personally as being a long time tokusatsu and Ultraman fan tokusatsu is giant monsters, science fiction. CG animation isn't great. Uh, the background non-player characters uh, looked like automatons, but the show did pick up after the introduction of the character Hokuto. It's quick uh, with 13 episodes, and if you're feeling bingy and you have nothing else to watch and you're a fan of old 70s stuff and you like that nostalgia... Because they bring, especially with Ultraman, they bring in a lot of old storylines that they had in the original Ultraman, Ultraman Ace, and Ultra 7. And uh, they use their characters in a new and different way. So if you're a fan of Ultraman, I'd say, sure, why not? I wouldn't necessarily say it's great. Yeah, what about if you're not a fan of Ultraman or necessarily you have never had exposure to him? See, now that's a different, yeah, that's a a good uh, point. Um, You might enjoy it because the action scenes are great, but the CG is very strange. Mm. The animation is really weird. Those background characters, I talk about them every time we talked about this show, just how odd they look. They just look like robots marching in the background. And now, is it one of the, that like weird Netflix house style where it's like CGI kind yeah. of, but it's like cell shaded almost? Yes, like, okay. yes, it is. All right. And you know, that's my problem with a lot of these shows that are, cel- that are uh, CGI by Netflix is that it's highly detailed sometimes, but then other times it's really bland. And he had a similar thing with aim, like non-player characters in the background of Sarazanmai that looked like paper cutouts, and it kind of worked for that. But with Ultraman, it doesn't work at all. Yeah, yeah. So that's our shows. Are you ready to vote? I am ready to vote. Every right. vote counts, by the way. It does. Definitely go out and vote. Yeah, in the real world. <laughs> in the real Here, world. none of it counts. It's only what we think. Oh no, yeah, it's uh, we have all the power. Yes. So okay. So. And I keep losing my page because I don't know how to use a computer, but give me one second. Uh, it's fine. All right, spring shows. Run them down real quick. Attack on Titan, Baki, Dororo, Fairy Gone, Hitori Bochi, Midnight Occult Civil Servants, One Punch Man Season 2, Serizanmai, Otoro Man. Okay. Let's vote on Best Boy. Here's your nominations. Okay. Armin from Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Hyakimaru on Dororo. Toei, Serizanmai, Gauru, One Punch Man, and King on One Punch Man. Well, who you got? I'm thinking Akimaru. I got to agree. Oh, okay. Yes, I agree on that one. That was a tough one because I really loved Toei, and I loved his character, and I loved his storyline. But um, Hyakimaru is just, from beginning to end, is just a tragic character that ends up almost on top at the end. You want Mm -hmm. him to end up on top. It's it, that's a fucking Doro is such a good show. You're rooting for for him the entirety. Of yeah, the show. there's there's no doubt who you want to come out on, and it's a shame that they didn't do more with Dororo her, uh, himself. Mm-hmm. But you know, what are you gonna do? It's kind of like a pushing the storyline. Yeah, you can only kind of focus on so many characters. Okay, so the, our winner for 2019 for us, best boy, is Yakimaru. That was super easy. Yeah, that I was will easy. say ahead of time, me and Jim have not talked about what we would choose no we just talked about we just talked about nominations that really worked out we might disagree on some stuff coming forward but that's fine uh best girl uh it was kind of a weak season for female characters yeah so i had bochi from hattori bochi Mm -hmm. who's adorable and fantastic and sweetie bittersweet from fairy gone 
only because she's the only female character I honestly remember from the rest from these these shows. Yeah, this one I think is uh, is really. It's got to be Bochi, right? Yeah. She, I think she would have had a little bit more competition if we included Fruits Basket and right. Well, Demon Fruits Basket, Slayer, yeah, a, but yeah, yeah. so that would have been a little bit more. But just kind of lucked out on that one. Yeah, so. I'm I'm curious how those characters hold up against the new shows coming up in the summer. But we'll get there when. We yeah, get there. that'll be a good conversation to have. All right, we might disagree on this one, but best worst villain. Here we go. Bert Holt, Attack on Titan. What a fucking asshole. Enter, Sarazanmai, another fucking asshole. Otter from Sarazanmai. Uh, creepy as shit. Galru from One Punch Man, who could definitely be best, could definitely be a hero as well. Mm-hmm. He's like a gray Depending area upon character. How, yeah. yeah. And Kagemitsu Daigo from Dororo. You want me to go first? Go ahead, Frank. I think it's Enter. Just because of that heel turn, and you, you're just not expecting it, I feel like. Okay, I go with uh, Kagemitsu Daigo. All right. Okay. Uh, the reason being is just that he's so villainous and set up as being a villain, and every decision he made ends up being wrong. <laughs> See, that's awesome, though, because that is like those two are couldn't be more opposite. Right. Whereas he goes into it, and you're like, this dude is a bad dude. Yeah. Like he's immediately just like, hey, demons, here you go. Here's my kid. And, and Enta's heel turn is pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. So I don't I, I don't know. I mean... I think I can be swayed. I think I'm going to go with Enta. swayed? Because I hated both of them. Okay. All right, I'm going to go with you and say Enta. Okay. Because this is a democracy and I'm easily... This is good confused. to know for future for future um, casts. No, I, I, I like... I, I think that, the, that Enta, his turn was kind of a surprise. It definitely yeah, was, it was a surprise. I did not see coming. And that's part of the reason why it moved it up and his motivation for turning is just so shitty oh it's so shitty all right so i'll agree okay oh, it's Enta. Hey, frank wins I one win one Let's Enta, see worst win villain sarah zanmai fuck that kid uh best op uh you listened to him earlier uh we have dororo by asian kung fu generation fantastic song very upbeat uh, if you get a chance to look at the lyrics of that song, it ties right into the story, which makes it even more uh, heartwarming. And Hadori Bochi No Monologue by Chisaki Morishita. And that's upbeat. It's fun. It's her talking about her anxieties. Mm-hmm. Great song. Frank, what do you got? I got uh, No Monologue. It was really upbeat. It now, was- is this because you didn't know what song I was talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it may be a little bit to do with that, but I already had this kind of picked out in my mind because this was one of the ones that a hundred percent, every time it came on, I was super into, uh, if we're talking about like the visuals and not just the song itself, which is kind of like, eh, but it's a little bit cheating. I feel like yeah. it's, it's very upbeat and bright and it makes me just happy. And I disagree. I okay. say I'd loved the Hitori Bochi no monologue, but, uh, Dororo by aging, uh, Kung Fu generation, that song. So upbeat. I would sing it to myself when I was shopping. And that's always a selling point for me. Yeah, I think that that is definitely the standout. Like that was just very easy to nominate nominate these because those are the ones that you would just be like listen to outside of the show itself. Yeah, right. So I'll give it to you. We do that. No, it's okay. We can disagree. Maybe we'll put it up for a vote for. Uh, oh, listeners. okay. All right, let's do that. We're going to establish that one because I'm not swaying on Dororo at all. That fucking song is so good. All right, best ED. Ash like snow by No Name, which is from. What the hell show was that again? That was fairy, fairy, fairy gone. That's how bad that show very forgettable was, game. Yeah. And stand by me with the peg by the peggies from uh, Saturday Night Mine. I will say though, the strength of Fairy Gone is it. It really shows that the the ED for that is is that good. That we basically both kind of shitted on that show, but the music has, in general like, on that show was good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
that being said, I, I don't think that there is too much of a competition. Yeah, Stand By Me by the Pegasus is yeah. such a fucking good song. <laughs> I already know where you're at. Yeah, forget you. about yeah. forget about anime. That's just a great fucking, great pop rock song. Yeah, that's, that's a fun one. Good. I was listening to a car, actually, the other day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the extended version's on. Mm-hmm. If it's on Spotify, it's fucking good, man. It is. It is uh, I can confirm it's on Spotify. Go All right, check it Stand, out. By, Stand By Me by the Peggies. Big winner in my book. All right, best episode. And this might get a little tough. We have Attack on Titan Season 3, Episode 54. The episode is called Hero. Correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Dororo. We have Episode 5 and 6, the story of Moriko's song, Part 1 and 2. Episode 11 and 12, the story of Bonman. And Episode 17, the story of questions and answers. And we also have Sarah Zanmai, Episode 5, I Want to Connect But I Can't Be Forgiven, Episode nine, I want to connect and I can't express it. Frank, I'm going to let you go first. Yeah, this one was definitely a hard one for me. Uh, I kind of went back and forth. Dororo kind of dominates uh, the best episode list here with three. Sarah's MI2, Attack on Titan 1. Um, and it, it is hard because, especially with episode 54, the Attack on Titan, it kind of is what made me uh, choose Armin for best boy. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, I would have to go with Dororo episode five and six. Okay, I I will go with episode seventeen of Dororo with okay. uh, with Jukai. Uh, five and six. Uh, you're not losing with any of these. No, that, you're definitely not. This for me set the bar of where the show could go. Yeah. In terms of emotionally, um, you know, dramatics, all of that. It kind of it stood out the most and I think it's because it showed me that this show was different than what I thought it was going to be. It also at. established the world for what it was and how horrible and great it was at the same time. Yes, exactly. Um, you had ideas of where it was going in that ep- in those episodes and it, it did and it still hurt when it happened. It definitely stays with you. Like yeah. that's one of those ones that I, I knew immediately when we put it on the list. Like I will be swayed with this one and I'll agree with you on that one because I've all with these episodes with five and six and 11 and 12 and 17, they all were fantastic. I could easily see any of them winning best episode. So I'll go with episode five and six okay. as well. Check those out. Dororo, season one, episode five and six. Okay. Best show of 2019. The big, big reveal. Here we go. Here's your nominations. Baki. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Fuck that show. I was like, wait a second. That's not all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I popped myself. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Okay. Uh, Attack on Titan, season three, core two. Dororo. Hattori Bochi. And that's it, right? Uh, those were the three. Yeah. So there's your three. Attack on Titan, Dororo, Hattori, Bochi. Frank, go ahead. These three could not be really any different, right. I feel like. Attack on Titan uh, is a little unfair. I had said that because it, it does kind of rest on what it had built up to. Where the other two are completely different and, uh, you know, season ones. So for me, I kind of eliminated Attack on Titan because of that. Uh, even though I really enjoyed it. Hitori Bochi, I actually really liked. It was upbeat, and it made me happy. But that being said, I think for me, it's Dororo. I loved Hitori Bochi from beginning to end. I have not a single bad thing to say about that show. Mm-hmm. I have no complaints. It was fun. I'm hoping they do another season when Definitely. they move on, when they graduate. Attack on Titan, impactful. A lot of reveals. The end for me kind of felt 
like they're adding an extra season when they shouldn't. And that was what dragged me down. I thought that the season finale kind of was like, okay, we finally accomplished everything we planned from episode one. And now, well, wait, we got to go do more. Dude, if they ended it there, though, that would have been awesome. That would have been great. And I probably would have been in tears. But knowing that there's another season and now we have to establish another I don't know where they're going to go from here. And I mean, the, I can guess. The internet rage, too, would be. It was their so internet good. rage? No, if it, if it ended there. Oh, if it I ended there? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I'd be so pissed. Like, oh, what do you mean it's over? <laughs> so all three of these shows were fantastic, but I think overall we talked about it from episode one. Dororo was such a great show. It had its ups and downs. It established a universe that I didn't know anything about, unlike Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved this show. I can't talk enough and recommend it enough to go watch it. It's great. Yes. Best show of 2019 spring. This is, is your Dorota. best show. Yeah. In our opinion, of course. Mm-hmm. You may love Fairy Gone. You, you may. Yeah. You may. Please you'd be wrong. Please write in. You'd be fucking wrong, man. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be wrong. Teach your own. Congratulations to all our winners. Yes. So, best episode. We went with Dororo season one, episode five and six. Best boy. We agreed. Did we agree? We did. Yakimaru. Mm-hmm. Dororo. Best girl, Bochi from Hitori Bochi. Uh, best words villain, I was swayed. Enta from Sarazanmai. Mm-hmm. Best OP. I think we both disagreed. We did. Yeah. This was in the wash. This is the one that we This were might be a voter. Play. We might this have to put this to the listeners. So they're both great songs. Dororo by Asian Kung Fu Generation. Hitori Bochi no monologue by Chisaki Morishita. Best ED, Stand By Me by the Peggies from Sarazanmai. And best show of spring was Dororo and Our Opinion. That being said, all three of those are definitely go check those yeah, out. Yeah, they're to recommend, absolutely recommend shows, those three. Yeah, they're easily. the ones. Yeah. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. That was energetic. I liked it. It yeah. was upbeat. It was like kind of like a Tory Butcher. It was like a Tory Butcher. Yeah, exactly. Which is, will win best. Uh, Guess what? We have questions. Online oh, questions. <laughs> We do. Thanks for, if you guys want to send us questions, go to our Instagram or Twitter. Contact us there or through our email, which is, I have no idea, nutaku2019 at gmail.com. I guess nobody sends them through email. No, they don't. DM. People ask for jobs through email. Oh, no, okay. they don't. That's all right. Well. All right. This is from Instagram. Uh, were you guys into the mindfuck subgenre? Now, I had to kind of extrapolate what mindfuck was. Sure. Uh, he gave some examples, which kind of would just be answering it. So I'm not going to put the examples in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mindfuck, I think he's saying a psychological horror, just bizarre representation of the okay. show. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite directors is David Lynch. So, you know, I like weird shit. Yeah. Uh, Cyril, do you have any weird shows that you enjoy? Oh, well, I mean, definitely Twin Peaks is up there. If we're hmm. talking about weird, weird shit and David Lynch in general. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head, anime-wise, though, if we're talking about that specifically, I couldn't say. Because for the most part, I've always just kind of watched up until, um, you know, very recently, the past year. It's always been kind of shown and stuff. So I never really got too deep into kind of mindfuck territory outside of, I guess, maybe if you considered, like, death note i don't even think you would no yeah, I stuff like yeah. that but that's no. more like supernatural horror yeah no um yes uh some examples of stuff that i watch that i would consider psychological horror or anime wise just bizarre shows mm-hmm. um serial experiment lane i'm not going to spoil anything i was going to tell you that these are the things that i watched and that uh, you recommend or just that i would recommend okay. yes uh madoka magica uh a show that just came to netflix neon genesis evangelion mm. uh elfin lied 
which I've recommended to you before, which we might have to do for a retro coming up. Okay. Also, Mad- uh, Madoka Magica, because they're both short. And um, Boogie Pop Phantom, which was the show from years ago that they just put out a sequel to, uh, he mentioned a couple of these in his in his question. Oh, okay. But yeah, if I was to say, there's I, I love psychological horror and I love I love uh, strange stuff. So um, yeah, I definitely recommend those. Like Stranger Things? Uh, Stranger <laughs> Things? <laughs> we'll talk about that when I get done. <laughs> I'm actually binging that, people. Oh. Uh, well, my wife wants to binge it, so I'll binge it. There you go. Yeah, That's what I, happens. It's the only person I do it for. Happy wife, happy I life, love you, as they say. Dear. Is she listening? Does she listen? I love you. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. <laughs> now we have a two-part question from Twitter. And here we go. This okay. is a two-parter. Quotation marks. Two That's what parts. he says. I shortened it up a little bit. I did a little uh, liberal editing. I'm a big fan of Isekai. If anybody doesn't know what Isekai means, it literally means another world. You've been transported to another world. This summer season seems loaded with them. Question one. Do you think there are more because the genre is attracting more fans or it's formulaic setup? Question two. What common trope in Isekai would you like to see manipulated? We'll address question one. Why is it popular? I guess is kind of the core of the. Of the yeah, he gives two of examples of why, but I would say, well, why do you think there's so many? I think uh, it's easy for a Western audience to identify with a lot of the stuff that goes on because a lot of the isekai stuff is, uh, I feel like, D and D related, video game fantasy, video game fan. It's yeah. very kind of like formulaic i guess in terms of like the characters and what's going on and i think that it also i think almost to his point or her point that um it's a he it's a he to to his point that it does kind of like if you like one of those shows it's very easy to get into other ones but it is also on the same side very easy to get burned out because there are so many yeah uh i mean I hate to break it to everyone, but if it makes money, they're going to make it. Yeah. Definitely. And if people are watching Isakai and they love it as much as hater Twitter wants to say, oh, another Isakai, guess what? Uh, the 10% of people that hate Isakais, there's a lot more that there is love it. a lot, yeah. I mean, we've, I think we're getting five this season. And yeah. I mean, we're not watching all of them. Nah. But that is a lot. That's a lot. So I mean, yeah, it's, the money is there. I guess. Yeah, the money is there. And when it comes down to it, that's why nothing is ever done without money involved. So uh, sad to say, but that's the truth. Uh, question two: The common trope in this guy you'd like to see changed or manipulated? Hmm. It's easy for me. What's it for you? Uh, overpower characters. It's always overpower characters. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I I watch. I've been watching on the side. I haven't talked about it too much. I know Shield Hero is different though, right? Rising the Shield Hero is kind of like that. Uh, it it is sort of a reverse of what is typical. I feel like for that genre, where the character is the Shield Hero, and there's a couple different heroes, but he is tasked to um, hold this shield. And as you can imagine, shields aren't really exciting, right. and they're not that powerful. And that definitely plays into the show in that character. So that's one of those ones that kind of does a good uh, job of kind of subverting some of the the typical tropes yeah. of it. Yeah, I guess overpowered character overpowered characters kind of, like, kind of gets yeah. boring. Yeah. Um, although I loved, uh, I loved slime. Slime's great. I'm, not, I'm new to Isekai. I always had an issue with uh, uh, fantasy from an American perspective, the way Japanese portrayed it. But mm. I, uh, slime and uh, being Isekai, but fantasy uh, 
Goblin Slayer. I love Goblin Slayer. Goblin Slayer is awesome. Yeah. I also watched Overlord, but the only problem I have with that in terms of calling it Isekai, which I know a lot of people do, is that they kind of very quickly abandon them getting teleported right. and transporting. Like at, Towards the second season, you have no idea. Like You wouldn't be able to tell that it's right. the guy had existed in another Doesn't world. even mention it. Like Slime Heap comes back to it once in a while, and Rimuru comes back and mentions that he used to Where he's it. like, oh, I remember. But you kind of get lost yeah. in it anyway. Sure, yeah. All right, I think that's our questions. Thanks again, guys. We uh, really enjoy answering them. We really do. We get powered by questions. Yeah, it's fun. I like discussing stuff with you. And once again, you know how to interact with us. So that's it for this week. It was a long one. It was. It was a fun one. It was a fun one. I'll post our results online. Um, and then the vote. We got to vote for. Yeah, and I'll vote. put the vote online for uh, whatever it was. Best, <laughs> it's been a long show. Best OP. Yeah. Best OP. Um all right, so uh, next week I think we're going to handle Anime Expo because there's a shit ton of news that came out on Anime Expo, so I think we're going to talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite we're also going to talk about our next retro, which is coming up. Uh, we plan on doing one show, but I think we're going to change it because they gave an announced date on something. But we'll talk about it all next week. Okay. Yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTakuCast. Send us questions and requests. We love answering them. We love hearing from you guys. Our email is nutaku2019 at gmail.com. We will definitely, as we did this week, talk about them on air. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please subscribe and share with your friends. We want to get our word out there. Please do. Yes. Until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Frank. And this was a lot of fun. Sayonara. Sayonara.